Peace and light, peace and love. Welcome to the Pretty Priestess Podcast. I am Priestess Shakesha. The intention here is to encourage, uplift, and inspire. We're exploring inner and outer beauty because pretty is as pretty does. And I am working it out pretty much. So peace and light and peace and love, family. Let me start it off with some shit that I disapprove of. Let's start off number one. I'm going to call this fool-ass governor in Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, out. He gets the gas face and a middle finger in my book. Let me tell you the situation. Here it go. For the holiday, for Thanksgiving. Oh, and I hope that everyone had a beautiful one. Mine was absolutely quiet. However... We got our governor here in Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, middle finger to you, where he decided that it would be a good idea to not only give a stay-at-home order or advisory, let's put it that way, but if you left the state, um, you definitely had to quarantine for 14 days. You know, they're concerned about this virus thing, and if they say it's true, then maybe so. However... Then the decision was made to ban the sale of alcohol in the state for the holiday. Now, what type of shit is that? Now, now, not for the entire, well, yes, the entire holiday, because we know all of the state stores were closed, right? But the day before that Wednesday at five o'clock, all alcohol sales were to cease in the state of Pennsylvania. You get a middle finger for that bullshit right there, family. You get a middle finger for that. And the gas face. (laughs) No doubt. Now, let me tell you. I secured my drinks for the holiday, thankfully. But let's think about the poor person that's trying to get out there after they get off from work, get that last minute jug in, trying to hurry up and make it happen before it's, before the deadline hit. Well, if you get off at five o'clock, if you're a regular rat racer that has to stay there until the day is ended, you ain't getting a da- you weren't getting a damn thing in in the state of Pennsylvania. You you kind of missed that whole boat, so you would have had to um um prepare because he was making sure that. People had an alcohol-free holiday because he thought that um, perhaps we might give everybody the coronavirus if we got drunk. I don't know what the hell. You know, I know that alcohol is supposed to release inhibitions and, um, well, it lowers uh, lowers (laughs) inhibitions. And so if inhibitions are lowered, with a couple of drinks up in you and you at home. What harm is that? But I guess they thought we were going to take it to the street and show up caroling at people's door or some shit. I don't know where, where that came from, but whatever. So then all of the bars were shut down and all of that other bullshit so that you can sit in the house and have a silent night. How about that? And this is the same as fool that came up with this clever idea to ban alcohol sale during the quarantine in Pennsylvania. 
right? Middle finger, two middle fingers to you. What a fucking, what a sad ass messing up for people like me that like to get their drink on if I'm sitting up in the house watching Netflix. Don't nothing set Netflix off like cocktails and Netflix, at least in my humble opinion, you know? However, this fool thought it was a good idea to ban the cells during the quarantine so you can sit in the house and have yourself a great big glass of nothing. Or yeah, maybe tea, a cup of coffee so you can spin around the house, whatever. Then to put icing on the cake, you couldn't even skate over to the next state, which would be Ohio or Virginia, because he told them, don't sell them no alcohol. If they show up in there with a Pennsylvania license, don't sell them no alcohol. Now, what type of shit? What? What? I thought I was grown. But... You know, there you go. So you get the middle finger, the gas face, and another middle finger on top of that. Hell with you, Tom Wolf. To hell with you. I disapprove. Oh, yeah, I had to get that off. But what's good and what's going on in this world? Oh, what's good? There's a new crystal out there. It's called the Petrovite. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. This was discovered over there in Russia. So a unusual mineral that was never documented by scientists. Um, they found this um, alluringly vibrant. It was like a bluish green, maybe a turquoise type color. Um, that had, It was a crystallized type substance is what they were calling it. And they call it petrovite. They found it in... Um, the, that volcanic landscape over there in Russia. And let me see if I can pronounce this right. In Russia, it is called the Tolbachek volcano in the Kamchata Peninsula. So this is where they found that, that it's a turquoise looking rock. But check out what this thing is made of. It got a copper atom structure, which made this unusual and where, and it has a coordination of seven oxygens. Now, here's the thing. I'm not really, I'm not really that up on the whole scientific meaning, but I do know the value of some of these um, elements that's in here. They also thought about you, or they, they're also considering using this in the next generation of rechargeable batteries. But let's break down what's in here. Right. Like I said, I ain't got it all together, but here's what I know. This is what's making me like, I want me a piece of this petrovite oxygen atoms, sodium, copper. Okay. So let's talk about what this, this, this stone looks like, because I, even though I want to get me one of these and I bet you they'll probably charge you a nice little grip for one. But, um, if anybody knows where to get one, definitely let a sister know what's up, but the oxygen atoms that's in there, you know that that's going to be connected to the brain, cellular healing, it stimulates growth and healing all within that oxygen, the sodium sulfur, it's a detoxing agent. Um, it also helps um, to um, loosen up the joints, um, heals infections. Um, and also on the other metaphysical level, it also works with willpower and 
protection that sulfur does within there. And then copper that's in there. And copper, we already know about how copper is really good for the bones and the heart and the circulation and all of that. It's also good with building immunity. You know, them cats that walk around with the copper bracelets and everything. They're known to bring people good luck. It also works to help to stimulate the mind. And it also, copper is another thing that really helps in getting grounded. It helps to activate that root chakra. So that's one of the powerful things. But then check the color out, that blue green, right? And we already know that green is connected to the heart chakra. And then that blue is with that throat chakra. So we talking about some rooted and grounded speech that's coming from the heart, like speaking your truth on a whole nother level with clarity and everything. I think this is the speaker stone right here, the speaker stone maybe. But I know I want to get me one of those. It's called the Petrovite. Woo woo. That sounds like some dope shit to get right there. Can I get a whoa Petrovite? Huh? <laughs> okay. So let's move on to the next section quickly. Let me see. Do you remember this? Hold up. Let me let me let me let me pull something out of the um Let's see. You remember this one? This was by Anita Ward. The year family is 1979. Let's visit 1979 real quick. Shit, because it was going down. We talking about some serious music that was coming out. I was just going back and forth, right? Because we talking about Peaches and Herb, who put that Reunited out. Um, the Parliament... You know, with George Clinton and um, Boosie Collins and all of them, they put out that Aqua Boogie. Um, uh, that group Chic. These are for good times and all. But hold up. Who put this record out right here? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me see. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let's let's see. Let me see. Let's see. I was gangster off the wall came out this was Michael Jackson's first solo album after he walked well after he um was working with his brothers in the Jackson 5 so he put this off the wall record out that shit is off the 
chain. I got that on CD too. I used to have that on record like back in the day when I was a kid. Of course, it didn't like belong to me because I was little. You know, I was four years old in 1979. However, um, I did have that record though. We had that record, but today I got it on CD and I don't know how I let that off the wall, miss my playlist, but I'm going to definitely go back and correct that situation. No doubt about it. What else was going on in 1979? That was a year like nobody's business. Voyager 1 revealed Jupiter's... um, the rings that's around Jupiter, making it look a little bit more similar to Saturn. So that was revealed. The average rent in 1979 was $280 a month. The houses cost, the um, average cost for a house was uh, 58100 Gas was at $0.79 cent a gallon. But then check this shit out. The Sony Walkman and the Atari, both of them was $200. You can probably get both of them shits for $20. Probably both of them together. Um, you could get you a Toyota Corolla for thirty six hundred and some change. You could get you a Mercury Cougar for sixty four hundred and some change. You could get this is back in the day. Now we're talking about when the VHS first came out back in the day. This is this is um, I remember this old ass uh, VHS. They it was fifty four ninety nine back then. The president was Jimmy Carter. But let's get into what was what what was they rocking? What was they rocking? Woo! Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before I even go there, because um, before I even go there, the movies, the movies that was being played at that particular point, Superman. Um, that whole series. That's when it started. Was right there in '79. Rocky, um, that Richard Pryor, Every Which Way But Loose. If you don't know nothing about this shit, if 79 is before your time, I will encourage you to Google 1979 and time travel and visit. And if 79 was a time that was in your ear, get immersed in this culture. Remember this music and get into some meditation and ride with this music and really visit 1979 and really visit where you were in 1979 and just see like all of the stuff that kind of comes up when you go back and visit yourself at that particular time. I remember doing this work, man, and I'm going to tell you, there was a lot of healing and a lot of reconciliation and a lot of insights into um, how I operate and also got to really take a look at like how a lot of shadow shit that's within me develop by doing a lot of this um, work by going back into different points in time and just really like examining that whole year. Now, while 1979 is a year that I kind of vaguely remember because I was so young, I still enjoy traveling throughout different points in times just to see what they was doing, what they was wearing and how they was rolling. And then the other thing, let's go back into 79 because all about what they wearing. I'm talking about for me, I like getting that inspiration on what's proper and what's cracking. And what they was doing back then, they was wearing the tube tops, 
you know, with, with the, um, you can wear them with the jeans or you can wear them with the shorts and everything or the skirts, tube tops was the big thing. You know, they, they was like tubes. They look like tubes, no, no sleeves whatsoever. That's what was hot in the streets at that point. Pantsuits was um, big at that time, but they was wearing them jackets that kind of went like past the waist that like kind of covered up your bum a little bit and everything. So they fit just like that there with the straight legs. They kind of moved away from the bell bottoms at that time and moved more towards the straighter legs during 1979. The jacket and the skirt combination was hot back then, and they was wearing that one. It was more like a blazer-type jacket, but the jacket was a little bit longer in length. That was the style or the trend at that particular point in time. The other thing, which I ain't feeling at all, and I ain't really trying to bring it back, and I don't want to see it come back, is denim overalls. That's just never been too hot for me. I remember I tried to rock with that following the trends in the 80s because it was kind of hot for a hot minute during. In the 80s everybody was rocking that but you know it didn't really never it never really looked that hot we would wear um little tank tops up under it with, with one of the suspenders up and one of them down and shit like that but that just that was a, that's a look i don't know for me it ain't hot at least not today for where i'm at right now mm, i ain't feeling it um what else was going on? Oh, them buckle trim ankle boots. Now, it's not a, like these little boxy square toe boots that you see people wearing that come like about to the ankles and everything. And then they wear them with the little high water pants and everything. I ain't feeling that look neither. And I know that there's a lot of um, fashion experts that's on YouTube or fashion bloggers, I should say, on YouTube who gives their opinion on that. And while they give a lot of really dope ass information um I, I just I'm not feeling those boots I'm not feeling them at all now I do like the ones with a little bit of height to them that kind of gather a little closer to the ankle and they look almost like Timberlands but they're not I like those boots I really do but I can only find like that's that's something that I really can't wear to work all like that but that's definitely something like you can wear on the everyday scene you know with with a nice pair of jeans that's close at the um ankle or something like that and rock them with that. I don't really feel those type of boots like wearing them with like wider leg um type of cut pants. You know, for me, that's a look that doesn't work, but other people would definitely disagree. But like I said, I got a style on my own. It ain't about nobody else. It's about how you feeling it. So that's how that goes. Oh, color slide heels, peep toe heel sandals. So um, the color slide heels was just those ones. They looked like little colors of the rainbow. And then, you know, they were like little bands. The toes was open and you can just slide them in. They were like mules, except they didn't have that boxy heel. They just had the regular um um, I wouldn't even say kitten heel. It's a step above the kitten heel. So, you know, it was that medium, um, medium height heel with those and you could slide right into them. Um, the brothers, the brothers was rocking the car coat. So those is those little shorter coats and everything with the fur around the collars. They, they was rocking those ones with the fur around the collars, even though a lot of the peacoats are modified to the car coat. Um, 
status but the uh car coats that they were rocking back then was those old school coats that were a little bit shorter and then they were wearing three um, piece those little polyester suits and everything not those suits that looked all crisp and tight and everything but those three piece suits with the vest in them velour v-necks i do remember my dad and uncle jr rocking those bad boys with a gold chain that was what was hot for all of the papa dads in that point um depleted vamp shoes those was those little shoes would they wear they getting all cleaned up and everything my uncle jr used to do that when he would um take a bath in his cologne and he would put his wheels on it would be something like that something pleated uh camel color something like that you know and he would have his um pants on with a crease in them that could have cut butter without no doubt about it but uh and that's how he was rolling with that. What else was hot for them back then? Oh, I talked about the oh the Farrah Fawcett haircut. So everybody was definitely rocking with that. That little flip hairdo that everybody's wearing. If you ain't seen like the burning, I think that was the burning bed that she may have been in. It was something like that. But she wears this haircut, um, this hairstyle where it's like parted down in the middle and it's straight, but the hair is like flipped upwards a very nice hair and it's been done plenty of times you'll see mary j blige has done it beautifully with her hair um a lot of people was rocking that that was really um a big hairstyle in the early part of the turn of the century and everything um 1979 man so yeah there was a lot going on out there there was a, a oil crisis in iran that led to panic buying just like we got here but they started panic buying um all across the world um, because of the oil crisis, um, there was a death to the Klan march in Greensboro, North Carolina, where some white supremacists killed about five of the people that was marching there. Um, this was back in a time when people was reading a lot of that Karl Marx and really getting with that communist manifesto type of mentality and everything. See, if you read about um, communism um, in the book, that manifesto, that Karl Marx manifesto, if you read that, communism sounds good on paper. It really does. It sounds good when you're reading it. So it's definitely something to check out. But um, that's what was going on in 1979. So definitely. Ashe to 1979. Yes, yes, yes. So let's get some guidance to go before we roll on up out of here. But I had to definitely stop, check out 1975 and talk a little bit about what was dope in this world. Oh, yes, yes. Let me pull a card from my chem deck for some guidance to go. Give us some guidance. Give us some guidance that's going to work for our highest and greatest good that's going to help us to connect to our greatest version to success and to any other desired results just one boom oh that jumped out mm, 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 mm. that jumped out and this card right here is shoe and Tefnut, which is card number 16. I'm working with my Kim deck, which is about enlightening, uh, enlightenment, imagination, and reflections, right? So, 
this is all about reminding you about how human nature has a duality to it, right? This is reminding you to respect how people are and recognizing how people are. It's kind of, it's, it's that time where, again, this is another reason why we go back into um, where, why I go back into time and really kind of um, absorb myself in the culture and everything, because it's a time to reflect on the past, but also trust the present in order to move toward the future. See, if we can get into looking at the past, what was going on in 1979, even if you wasn't there, but just to immerse in some of this culture and just learn the history and everything, not only can we make better decisions and more informed decisions and everything, we got some some tools that will help to spark creativity and help you to develop a personal style of your own and a vibe to be on. So 1979 for this week, family, is the year to vibe with. But also remember, reflect on the past so that you can operate better in the present and in the future. Please remember how people change how people operate. That's human nature. That's how we do it. It always evolves. So peace and light, peace and love, family. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.